Whoa, whoa, that was incredibly well said by me. That was pre-recorded, believe it or not. Um, even if you couldn't tell, that just means I fooled you, which means it was that good. Um, I kind of sound nasally. I don't usually sound like this, but, um, you know, hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, certainly without the most, Cody Milson from the Brain Wikes podcast. Um, you know, how are you guys doing? Um, you actually can't answer that, um, believe it or not, but, um, at least I can answer and I'm not going to give like a, a small answer, you know, it's kind of like my whole idea is to talk. So I'm just here to say generally, you know, I'm good getting my life, my life, not my life, my life, getting my life back on track. Not necessarily that it was out of track or off track. It was just kind of like a limbo period where I get things done for the sake of getting things done. Now I'm getting things done because I'm on the grind, right? It's like, it's pretty much crunch time, you know, for everyone in university. So you got only like a few more weeks left and you're back home. So really, it's just like the matter of getting through like right now. And... I've never been more motivated than ever, really. Um, I have, like, a a creator's high that I'm currently going through where I just want to put out, like, as much as everything while I still love it. But um, obviously it's, like, low on my priority list because I have finals, I have assignments, I have quizzes, I have everything. But while I have the downtime from doing all those other tasks tasks (laughs) i was just watching someone play among us um while i'm doing you know my tasks um i like to you know do something that is content creation-esque and you know i already put out an episode this week so it's not like i could work on an episode that i haven't put out so we just gotta make a new episode which is kind of where we're at now, but, um, yeah, no, speaking of tasks, that actually brings me to one of my topics today, which is the casual day in the life of me. Now, if you haven't seen my TikTok on this already, um, totally fine, you know, I have such, like, a niche TikTok that it's, like, totally okay if you don't know what I'm referencing, And if that is the case, I will just re-go through my day for you. Pretty much, day starts, you know, anywhere from 8 to 9 a.m. Actually, 7 to 9 a.m. I feel like I don't wake up any earlier or later than that. I wake up, right? I sit in bed. You know, I really, like, focus on waking up in the morning. And I take a lot of time for myself, especially before my, especially before my first class. Sorry about that, guys. Um, I just like really get my senses going. You know, I might scroll through the phone for a little bit. I'll like sit, think. You know, really get the brain moving. And you know, about like 15, 20 minutes before my first class, maybe even like a half hour, I might like listen to music. You know, dance a little, if you will. Um, I, I get dressed, I go to my first class, 
and you know, I could be in class anywhere from eight to, you know, five at just like anywhere in that range. It's just like unpredictable, I suppose, but in my breaks on the days where I'm able to, I eat lunch, you know, usually at uh, either meal hall or a meal hall substitute. Um, go to lunch. It's probably like a nice burrito. I think that, I don't know what exactly they're, they're like a wrap, I suppose, like a really nice wrap. And after that, you know, for the days I'm done class early, I'll come back to my res and I'll do work or I'll chill out, you know, with friends until it's time to eat dinner, which I usually eat dinner around five or like a little after five. I always try and make that as close to five as possible. Um, except for today, I ate dinner at like five ten. Whoops. But um, no, yeah. Um, after meal hall, you know, depending on what needs to be done, I do more work, or you know, I read ahead in some things. But if I'm really not feeling it, and I did like a lot before meal hall, I'll kind of just chill out with friends, you know. Because a work-life balance is very important to keep. And, um, yeah, you know, I don't got much else to say on that. But um, that's kind of like what my day in the life is. You know, it's very, like, school-oriented, as it must be, because it's a very busy time. But um, I, like, I don't know. Not that, like, you guys might have asked, but... I just kind of want to talk about what the ideal life or like what my ideal um, day in the life would be. And I guess that would just consist of waking up like around the same time. And, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, in this scenario or reality, I'm out of school. You know, ideal life for my current situation, wake up. You know, at the same time, still have class at the same time. Get up, probably get out of bed a little sooner than I do. Um, drink, like, a bunch of water, right? Water, I don't need to explain why I like to drink water. Everyone should like to drink water. Um, stretch, put on, like, a nice fit, and just kind of, you know, chill out, really focus on your, like, health in the morning, um, go to class, get lunch while you can, come back, work on schoolwork, go to meal hall, come back, work, and then, you know, if I have time, call home, call my girlfriend, whatever, like, that I like to do, or, like, things that, like, make me happy, just, like, really take the evening to, like, wind down, um, yeah, go to bed. Uh, I probably should have mentioned that. But lately I've been going to bed, like, not super late, like 12, 1. If you would have told me that last year, I would have said, like, you're insane for going to bed at that time. But I used to be, like, beast mode last year. I used to be the embodiment of beast mode. I'd wake up 6 in the morning every day. I'd get to school 
granted, like, actually, like, class started at, like, 8.45. So I was, like, I was crazy. But, um, yeah, no, that's kind of the ideal life for me. Um, I don't got much else to say on that. But, um, kind of, like, the ideal, or the ideal life uses the concept of imagination. And it's very much something that I could make possible. And, you know, it's not like it's far out of reach. And in my mind, it's just kind of like an altered dream, you know? It's not like far away. I can make those adjustments to make it very much my life. And it's something that I don't necessarily like dream about but it's something that like could be understood as like a dream but actual things that I dream about um I have more like sensible dreams than most people that I talk to I feel like for the most part um mine make a lot more sense compared to like a lot of the stories that I hear granted that like I hear a lot of, like, silly, like, dreams where, like, someone's playing tennis on, like, a deck and a big giant monster goes to, like, attack them. I've never had a dream like that. And, like, you always see those memes where it's like, oh, you know, CJ from Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and, like, Chuck E. Cheese, Big Smoke and, like, any other like token character you can grab from any universe are like paired together and sort of like an Avengers Endgame like mo- like I don't even know what to even even call it like it's just such a niche genre of dream. I can say I've never had one like that. I feel like I always go to bed. And I dream about, well, of course, I always go to bed. But the thing that I tend to dream of most is the thing that I'm thinking of before I go to bed. So if I'm, like, you know, missing someone, like, right before I go to bed, I'm going to dream about that someone. And it's not going to be, like, anything bad, right? It's just going to be, like, a replay of, like, the time that I saw them last. Um, You know, this happens a lot with, like, my friends, you know my partner I it tends to like you know it's not like a ever uh, a crazy dream but um there's a lot of but ums this is very impromptu impromptu I I don't know how to say that actually and I wish you know maybe something that I dream about is having someone else on the show who can tell me that I'm wrong but um there it goes again (laughs) Yeah, um, there's lots of ums. I guess I'm just an ummy person right now. Sorry for everyone who is currently hearing that. I don't really, like, the thing is, is I don't have a lot of time to, like, really get a clear consensus on my thoughts, especially while podcasting, and podcasting alone, especially, because when you're with someone, you can always ask a question before you think of like what to say next but like when you're alone you have to carry a conversation for like constant you know conversation for an hour so you instead of saying 
things you say like things that come out of the mind keep going keep going keep going and you don't even have like full thoughts to like base the conversation around but you hope that it's enough to like keep everything going and you know we're nearly like a quarter way there so it's working so far you know i still have tons to talk about sort of um but yeah but on other notes like those are like things that i physically dream about and if you more so ask the question like oh what do you like aspire to be or like what are some things that like your goals that you have um someone actually asked me just like a few days ago um some things that like i dream of i really want to like as silly as it is i want to MC an event you know whether it be like an award show an award show would be sick i'd love to MC an award show um i would love to MC like a wedding you know i think it'd be really fun considering like you know i don't find like especially like the non-formal weddings like i feel like that's more like my forte just because i'm not a like a very serious person well i serious when i need to be but for the most part very like joking kind of like funny mannered person so i'm always willing to crack wise when i need to um <laughs> it's a funny way to say that granted i i love to crack wise but yeah that, that one got me you know it's good when you can crack yourself up that's how you know you're truly funny or your sense of humor's gone down the hill you can decide which one um i feel like for the most part it's like a lot of my goals are very like content created oriented it's like i want to MC an event you know i want to publicly talk i want to you know make it big um, not too big to where, like, I can't go outside and enjoy a meal, but big enough to where, like, you know, I get the occasional person on the side of the street who's like, oh, do you want to take a picture? Absolutely, I want to take a picture. So the things that, like, you, like, dream about, like, as a kid, and by things that you, it's things that I have, right? Because there are people who would never want to do the things that I do, and thank God they don't have to. That's less people who I have to compete with, um... But yeah, um, other than that, you know, obviously I'm going to school for science. I want to go into chem. So something that I dream of is getting, you know, my, my grad ring. Not, not so much like a grad ring. They call it an X ring here. Is I dream of my X ring. I almost like daydream the scenario where I'm walking like on stage to get my ring. And I do that a lot with, like, upcoming events, is I always, like, practice a scenario just so I get it right when the time comes. You know, I mean practice, like, I mean hours, 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 repetitions on repetitions. And it's not so much that I'm nervous and, like, I am scared of, like, how I act out, like, you know, on the spot. I feel like I'm very well-mannered. I think I'm very well-kept. I think it's never like an impossible thing especially for me to do is to like on the fly come up with conversation i'm gonna take a sip of water sorry about that guys once again i'm back i'm sorry um 
where was I going? Um, you know, I'm very on the fly, even in like a lot of cases, especially now where I don't have like prompts written. Well, I guess I have prompts written. I don't have a script, but I have topics written in front of me. Um, I always have, which is why I've been able to like really do good with my um, what you may call it, my transitions. Is I've always been able to just like see what I'm looking at, and from there go like, okay, you know, that's what needs to be done. But um, yeah, um, I don't know. I feel like. That's kind of like the things that I dream about, you know. Um, well, I'm looking at my board right now, and the rest are like. I don't. Know, I'm trying to decide like if I go in order, forwards or backwards. I'm just gonna go forward to back, you know. Um, childhood obviously is something that I've talked about a lot. Um. Especially, like, on the show. You know, I more so like to reminisce memories with my friends. And if you are, like, personally acquainted with me, you would know that. that especially my current group of friends is... Excuse me. Um, We always tend to talk about, like, the same memories over and over again. And I, I you know, I don't mind it, right? It's good to reminisce always. Um, But it just kind of, like, gets me in the mood to, like, kind of go for like a remember that one segment and it usually turns into that so no complaints for me but a lot of my childhood has been like video games everywhere you know I obviously had like things that I did outside of video games like that I biked or I played like soccer or basketball like I, I was an athlete at times but the one thing that stayed consistent from pretty well birthed up until now is I've played like so many video games and you know some of my favorites all off the top of my head are Uncharted 2 like you know for the PlayStation like it's, it's an old title I love it crazy game yeah it's I'm not even gonna like if you haven't played it play it I would, like, totally drop, like, a bunch of, like, hints at, like, what happens. I won't. Uncharted 1, just as good. Uncharted 1, I replayed. I didn't realize how scary it was. You know, towards the end, you're obviously, like, oh, I, I don't, I can't, like, I wouldn't dare spoil the game. But those who have played it know what happens, what enemies you're faced with, and, like, that, like, that spooked me. I played that over quarantine when they, they, replaced, they released the Nathan Drake collection. Played through it, all loved. But, yeah. Um, fourth one is good, too. Don't get me wrong. The Lost Legacy, I haven't touched. Um, I don't know if I will touch it, you know? Not so much like, oh, it's female protagonist, but it's like, it's not Nathan Drake. And like, when I think of Uncharted, I'm thinking of Nathan Drake, right? It's like, it's his brand. Like, you know, if you told me like the next little big planet wasn't going to be like Sackboy wasn't going to be a playable character, I wouldn't play the new little big planet just because it's like, 
it's so sack boy driven like it's the icon or like the new you know uh crash bandicoot that's the name i was thinking of i was like gonna say like banjo kazooie but that's definitely not it the new like crash bandicoot is it's not crash bandicoot it's like some other like animal like let's say it's like a pig Right, no one would play Crash Bandicoot if Bash Bandicoot. No, <laughs> Crash Bandicoot wasn't a playable character. There you go, I said it. But um, yeah, uh, Uncharted Two, one of my favorite games all time, as well as Dead Island, which something that I haven't even to- like mentioned completely is Dead Island Two is finally getting its release soon. I don't know when. Super excited right and you know a lot of people are like dead island 2 already has like it it's already been released dead island riptide is not dead island 2 don't confuse it for that um but the first dead island i i loved um i think it was like the first game that like i really loved the story and the idea of like the progressing i really enjoyed it's the first game where I really paid attention to a skill tree as well. How you can take like different builds into consideration. Because obviously in your first playthrough of Dead Island, you're not going to get every like skill. Unless you like spend hours and hours just like farming, you know, zombie kills. And, you know, for just like the casual gamer who I was at like eight years old. Right, I didn't have time for that. I wanted to like go straight to the end, as most kids would. Um, you know the story. It was like. It was think of like no slope, right? Think of a graph with no slope, but think of it being like really high in the y value. Is the story I loved, right? Um. It was so, like, up there, but then it, it gets, it hits, like, the flat, like, no slope, but it's still really good. And towards the end, the plot, like, skyrockets. And, like, you know, I don't mind so much talking about this, but, like, Ryder White, you know, he really gets introduced towards the end, and he's like, oh, you know, my wife, she's been infected, I need to create the vaccine for her. And, um, obviously the vaccine he creates is faulty. He, you know, injects himself vaccine, creates like a mutated zombie out of himself. Insane boss fight at the end. Like, I remember playing that as a kid and I was like, whoa. I remember actually, I probably watched it before I played it. Cause like the buildup to that scene was like, it was incredibly difficult. Right, with all, like, the rams. Because it's like, you know, do I bait the rams or do I shoot them? Because, you know, ammo is, like, very, like, it's, like, a luxury. Especially in, like, every zombie titles. You never want to, like, waste your firearm ammo. And, you know, especially when, there's a lot of especially ones. But taking the case that there's a bunch of, like human like npcs that like will like try and like attack you that's when you use your firearms or if you're lucky enough to have like a character 
who uses like a firearm as its fury ability you know that's when you can like really go to like work because a bunch of the punks like the punks are the non-playable characters who are human you can they're all grouped so you can like pick them off really easily and from there you can use you know whatever ammo you pick up from them and use it towards the rams but it also doesn't hurt to bait them because they're going to charge and then from there you know just go to work with whatever weapon you have because you're at this point in the game your melee weapons are modded you know you've put like status effects on them like if you even have like electricity that's probably the best one for you just because it stuns it shakes um you know fire is also a good one i i would stay away from like toxin i feel like toxin on ted island isn't too good if there is toxin i could be wrong like there's like a poison status effect i don't know you guys you guys get it um I'm going, like, too in-depth, right? Someone's got to stop me. That's why I need another person. But <laughs> taking... I, I love I love Dead Island, right? I've never, like, connected with the game so much. I've played through it, like, tons of times. I have... I still play it. I have one story mode that I'm probably running through, like, the sixth or seventh time because I want to go for, like, 100% completion on the skill tree. And, like, it takes a while. And funny enough is Dead Island was the first game that, like, I I modded. You know, like, that I really, like, put, like, cheats into. And there's, like, (laughs) weapons that had, like, millions and millions of ammo that could be duplicated. And I remember, like, having those and being, like, so, like, confused... And I, I just, I fell in love, you know? I was like, wow, this is why I do it. But some of my other <laughs> games that I grew up playing were um, Call of Duty. Like, and I think mo- I played most titles, like, to death. But ones that, like, I really enjoyed were obviously Black Ops 2, right? Everyone loved Black Ops 2. I don't think there's a person who didn't. Um, Black Ops 1 was also really good. That was like a game that came out well after I like started gaming. Or at least like gaming avidly, you know. I played my first game when I was like four years old. And it was funny enough, Black Ops 1. And my parents were the one who, like, introduced me to it because they were playing um, the Zombies map, Keener to Toten. And I remember, like, one of them had gotten, like, the ray gun. And I was like, what, what? You guys are, like, talking about the ray gun so much? Like, is it, like, that good? Turns out, you know, it was really good at the time, but there would be so many better, like, weapons to come later. And I was like, okay, let me see, like, what you're working with. So I was like, you guys should just let me play. And then obviously, you know, as most people do on their first attempt, they, (laughs) I I die, right? It's like, it's round like four. Um, I got much better at (laughs) the game. 
um, you know, um, I'm pushing like around 40, 50 a lot. Uh, not not as like a flex, you know. I, I don't play a lot of solo, but when I do, it's usually around those rounds. But um, as I was saying is Black Ops 1, I spend like money on like the map packs just because I like love the idea of some of them. And the concept of Moon, is, like, in my mind, for that time was, like, crazy. You know, having a map, like a zombies map, on the moon, where the Easter egg is you blow up the Earth. In my mind, that is, that's, like, so absurd. I It's, like, crazy to even imagine. And... The whole Easter egg and how it was, like, so involved with Samantha and, like, Samantha says, especially that one step where you have to go to, like, all the computers, type in, like, the, do all the shapes, like, that, not all the shapes, the screens light up, and then you have to click the screen, yeah, that makes more sense, and the one room with, like, the triangle in the middle and, like, Samantha, like, in my mind, it's all so vivid. And it's almost like it was yesterday, right? It's like, that's the power of core memories. But the one zombies map that, like, I feel like I could, like, enjoy the most. I don't know. I have, like, a lot of memories with all of them. Because, you know, I played them all, like, equally. Except for, like, the Advanced Warfare, like, Exo Zombies. In my mind, those those games were just, like, boring. Like, the Infinite Warfare, Advanced Warfare, I really didn't like them. Because, it, like, especially in Exo Zombies, you could get hit by, like, one zombie and have to, like, go to the containment room. And it, it costs, like, money to, like, decontaminate yourself. There's a cooldown on it, so you have to, like, run around the map if you're contaminated. You only have so long to do it. That was just, like, so tedious. I didn't like it. The perks were, like, strange. The weapons were strange. It was such, like, a stray for the game that came before it, which was Call of Duty Ghosts. Which, you know, the PvE mode in that game, I think it gets a bad rep. I love Extinction. It's just, like, the drill aspect and the hives. And you really have to plan what you buy is i think what makes it like so important and so like fun and involved is there's a skill that like really goes into extinction you know and it's one of those games where like you have to like take time out of your day to play extinction whereas like zombies you could be like oh you know you want to play a quick one go to like round so and so because zombies is like this continuous loop right the the challenge in zombies is survive as long as you can and like extinction it's so you know wow you know there's like a, a story and getting to this story takes an hour there's like 13 hives each hive takes like a minute to like three minutes and you know if you have bad um 
<laughs> if you have like bad ammo, bad perks, your hive gets destroyed. I don't know if you have to start again. You might have to start again. I like I it's been a while since I played Extinction. So I don't even like wanna like try and put my point out there because there's probably people who still play Extinction. But one of the the COD games that I've been playing a lot of recently is um, Black Ops 2, right? I just bought Black Ops 2. It's on the spring sale, and I think it's on the spring sale until tomorrow. So if you're looking into it right now, it's $26 on Steam. Um, the map packs are like 5 bucks. I would really consider picking it up right now. Um, I bought it as well as the um, Die Rise. Which is in is such like a, a strange pick now that I think about it. Is, you know, out of all map packs, why pick Die Rise? And it, it's like it's my favorite map. Don't get me wrong, Die Rise, in my mind, is like it's the most nostalgic. But when it comes time to like judge it by quality, I find it the most boring map. Because, like, Mob of the Dead, putting it, like, what it's up against, Mob of the Dead is insane. You build a plane just to get to Pack-a-Punch. And you have to rebuild the plane every time you go. And to get out of the Pack-a-Punch, you actually have to put yourself in an electric chair. I think that's so cool. And the idea of, like, the afterlife and having to shock everything as well love it you know i think like i haven't seen like a call of duty map that involved in like a while because like there was so much to it and there's like weapon upgrades that you can do like the blundergat for example is the amount of like things you can do with the blundergat it's insane is you can do something like you get the blunder gap you can build the um the acid gap which is the blunder gap right because you obviously need like the the gun itself the base blunder gap and um sorry about that i like lost my train of thought you have the blunder gap you get it from the box it's not a wall weapon it's a wonder weapon of course and you build, like, the acid component. You get the acid gat. Then you can pack a punch the acid gat. And the thing with the acid gat that makes it so much more different than the blender gat is it is kind of like a Simtex shotgun where you shoot the zombie, they get stuck with the acid, then they blow up, right? Um, so cool. And then you can pack a punch it. I don't know what it does besides that. It might do something else. Mob of the Dead, I played the least out of the four map packs. Origins is insane. You know, the four staffs. And just, like, the amount of new weapons that were, like, introduced in that zombies aspect. Like, the ballista, so new. The digging. Like, we you haven't been able to dig for materials. And I think it's how you get some materials for, like... Maybe the ice staff? I don't know what you can really do with digging. Like, you can get, like, perks. Not per perks, but, like, upgrades to your shovel. You can get, like, the golden shovel or, like, a golden helmet. 
that is so cool. Um, Origins, I should have played more, I feel. I just, I don't know. I passed up on that opportunity. The Easter egg is so cool. Like, the little cinematic that they show with, like, the little figurines and how you can kind of like I don't know how Samantha and the brother plays with the toys and um 115 is introduced so cool and yeah no I feel I think there's a like a flawless Black Ops 2 zombies lineup because Buried Buried was so cool using Leroy like unlocking Leroy to having to like fetch booze from him and get candy because I'm thinking the candy, like, just, like, you know, help makes him, like, defend, right? And the booze makes him charge and take out debris. And the debris is, like, so, like, important to get rid of. Like, unless you have Paralyzer, you can do nothing without it. And... <laughs> I just, I think that that is, like, so important. The Easter egg, I don't remember the Easter egg a whole lot. But going through, like, the witch's house. And if you don't get hit, you get a perk, I think. Um, They do take your points, though. They take a lot of points. I never left there with more than, like, a thousand. <laughs> um, and how you can, like, throw grenades into the well. To get back to like the spawn area. That I found so cool. And the spawn room itself was like really cool. Because you can jump up to the pillar. Get the LSAT. There's like. I'm like talking about this like so much. But like I just like. Can't like even like. Go out there and just say like how much I love this game. But um. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's probably time for me to move on. But, you know, if you really want to hear me go on, just, like, uh, join the Discord, and then from there we'll see. But um, moving on to the next topic, it, it kind of, like, even continues with the first one because, like, I made a lot of memories playing um, video games, and how I'm able to talk about them so well is because they're, they're vivid memories or like not, not vivid memories. They're core memories. That's the topic guys. We're going to talk about core memories. I spoiled it. I'm going to take another sip of water. Thank you. Sorry about that. It didn't go all the way down. Sorry. But, um, some core memories. Um, I'm going to try to not talk about video games as much as I have. Because a lot of this video, or a lot of this episode, not video, been working on some videos. Um, a lot of this podcast episode has been video games. I'm going to try and stay away from that, but it's just the one thing that I can really fall back on. Just because it was like such like a crucial part of me. But um, yeah, no, what was I saying? So with some core memories, um, there's one where in my hometown it's kind of like very i don't i don't know i feel like it was like such like a, a city like it was a cool city 
and how you know you could like go anywhere in the matter of like I don't know minutes and pretty much um I was a scooter kid growing up right that's where the story's going to evolve into is I was a scooter kid I would like drive my scooter around and every time I'd go like farther and farther out of the city and to the point where like I would go to like places that like I had only been in like a car and I'm like whoa I hadn't seen this place before and I remember the first time like where I was like whoa I like totally broke the rules but you know I was just having fun right I, I didn't get in trouble for it so we're chilling and going back to like my scooter kit stuff excuse me was I remember I was at like a park once and um this kid like he kept like bothering me he's like can I drive your scooter can I drive your scooter and I was like no man like I'm about to leave soon I don't like I can't stay and he's like all right I'm gonna tell my mom on you and I was like bro come on like I don't have time for this so his mom like this is like a very like this is a gated park right it's it's closed in from the public. Somehow, this lady gets a car in here. I am, like, so confused. I'm, like, I was almost scared because I was, like, how do you get a car in here? And the car looked fine. She was, like, mad. She's, like, yelling. She's, like, why won't you let my kid drive your scooter? I was, like, I it, honestly, as soon as the car got in there, I, like, I ran for, like, the opposite way. Like, I wasn't dealing with that. And the thing about this park is it had the steepest hill. Like, it was, like, me and a few other friends. My other friends, like, they left me. Like, I was, like, on my own. I was, like, trying to get... I was GTFOing, right? Simply put, I, like, couldn't stay there. I go home, and I'm, like, telling people, like, the grand the grand heist that I pulled off. It's like, you won't believe this. And it just turned out like it was an angry mom, which is cool, right? It's an angry mom. <laughs> you know, those stories always like tend to blow well, but it's not like, you know, I ran from the cops. I would never run from the cops, it's, but like, it's, I shouldn't talk like yeah, I was like a, a felon. Um, another core memory I have, let's see, um, I remember um, playing, like, basketball in, like, my freshman year of high school. I'm, I'm not too specific on, like, how, how long ago this was. Like, I don't know, like, what makes a core memory a core memory. Maybe I should, like, look. Um, um. Okay, I'm not getting... Well, why do people say core memory? A memory that powers a different aspect of a, someone's reality. Okay, or not not reality, but personality. I need to think of, like, life-altering memories then. Um, I guess this sort of works. So, freshman year, playing basketball. Um, anyways, it's, like, spring season, so it's just house... Because basketball is not full year. Anyways. Um, in 
at least spring league is you're playing with like all the varsity kids because like they want to stay active while it's the off season. So I'm on this team, and we were like projected to be like the worst team because my team was the worst team in winter, right? Because I I wasn't good enough to play JV or like varsity in my freshman year. I don't think a lot of people are good enough to play varsity as a freshman. But I played house. Anyways, um, I remember having like a really bad record throughout the season. And then postseason starts. Or post-regular season starts. So it's like playoffs. And we actually go like flawless in the playoffs. And we get like straight to the final game. And I was like, man, I don't know like how we're going to pull this one off. We just have to play together. And... um. I we just we we crushed them right is we go from like having like a few wins under our belt to be champions that is like strength and numbers you know at best I like I was so hyped that day and you know I don't necessarily like claim myself for like a lot of the talent because you know there are two varsity players on my team who I probably like I kind of dick rode them like, I I have, like, a bad tendency on, like, tick riding, like, really good players on whatever team I'm on. Um, sometimes, you know, I get to be, like, really good friends with them, but other times I think they just find me, like, a tad annoying. But, you know, there's these two, like, really good players on my team. One of them was, like, a really good, like, overall player, but the other one was, like, more of, like, a street ball, like, casual player who, like, was still, like, really good. He's, like, a really good flashy player. The other one was very fundamental. Both very good in their own way. And um, the takeaway is, like, you know, they had good chemistry, but outside of that, we were, like, nothing. So, you know, our, like, odds were so low and granted, like, against us. And, um... Yeah, um, what was I going to say? Someone responded to my Instagram story saying, talk about how I should pretend birds are government spies and how I shouldn't pretend that it's not true. That's, I guess that's my next topic. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, being a champion, I at least I can say I'm a champion, you know, right? I have like medals under my name. And it's nothing I'll ever pass up. So, you know, that's cool. That's cool. My nickname, like, last year was Champion. And that was before they knew I was a champion. But now I guess now I'm a champion in both regards. So that's, like, really cool. And I, in terms of core memories, like, I feel like that's really it. But um, now I'm... I really have to get through this, like, last one here. And this is, like, such, like, a sad little note. I guess I'm gonna, I'm gonna go into the, the government spies. Um, thanks for responding to this, actually. But, first of all, totally agree. Birds, birds are government spies. Um, I, I totally get what you mean, you know, you only see them on, like, telephone poles 
they're on like the power lines. You know, if birds are meant to sit on trees, why are they on the power lines? They're recharging. You don't really see them like on the ground as much as you see them like airborne. What are they doing? Surveying the area. You know, it's like, it all makes sense. You put it all together. It's totally true to think that like birds aren't real, right? And like, why do we have so many birds? And why do, you know, why are crows so common? And especially like the common FBI agent. What are they wearing usually? All black minus the white shirt. Yeah, gotcha, bucko. Bucko, that's with a B, not an F. Don't come at my neck. Um, you know, crows, all black. Better yet, what's like the most common bird you find? Not by like population number, but just by like how many you see like on like a daily basis. Crows, right? Is there like actually planted? They're always on power lines, they're recharging, you know, they're surveying, you know, they're like always like looking around, they're allowed to take the attention off of, wow, that might just be a silly crow, rather than, oh, I think he's getting loud because his alarm clock's waking up and he's gonna, like, survey me, you know? Tell me I'm crazy, okay? Call me crazy. Don't call me crazy. I know, I know I'm right. But just know, right, is that you can't rule it out. It's gotta be true. Because, like, what argument do you have against it, first of all, Right? Why do you say, oh, birds are real? Like, what are you going to say? No, I've seen, a, I've seen a bird give birth. I've watched birds have sex. No, you haven't. They do it in private, and somehow there's just more birds being, like, alive. It, that doesn't just happen. That doesn't happen with people. Like, a mom and a dad need to love each other very much to create a newborn. You don't see a mommy bird and a daddy bird have sex and then create a new bird. It doesn't happen, right? They just make new birds to spy on me. All right? That, that's how it is. Simply put, birds aren't real. Never in my mind will be real. I want, like, there's, like, an, an anatomy of, like, the government spy. Um, let's just see. So, government, government, spy, bird, anatomy. Let's just, I, I want to see it. I, I want to see it. I want to see, like, what they say. So there's the microphone, which is, like, pretty much, like, in the throat. There's a speaker. There's a CPU. There's a battery, an inductive charging coil, which is his feet, which would, like, accept totally my philosophy that they're on power lines. They have a wireless antenna inside their body. More microphones. And then they have cameras as eyes, which totally makes sense. They have a battery, kind of like where their stomach is. Pretty much just like they have really large batteries that need to be recharged like once a day or like during the night. Totally makes sense. Can't rule it out. Um, I like totally like I bang this topic. I eat it up every day. Someone else told me to talk about the patriarchy. Who was that? I feel like I saw that somewhere. Um, I'm going to bang out through a lot of these, actually. Um, 
The patriarchy. All right, let me tell you about the patriarchy. I tell you one thing about the patriarchy. The patriarchy. I'm gonna like the patriarchy kills. All right. I I I can't name drop. You know who you are. The patriarchy kills. Okay. Don't make me get into that. Right. Thanks for letting me talk about the patriarchy. If it is for like 20 seconds, just know it kills. 1975 top 10 best songs. You can't do that to me. I'm so sorry. Um, let's see. Robbers about you. This is like completely out of order. Robbers about you. It's not living. Um, I always want to die. Sometimes the sound. Um, girls. Is that like five? Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of um, When We Are Together, Wintering's Good, um, She's American, Settle Down, um, Roadkill, The Birthday Party. I, I could go on and on. I don't think that they necessarily have like a lot of bad songs. I think like a lot of songs could like really make this top 10 list. And I'm forgetting a bunch. It's just because I'm put on the spot. Just because I'm trying to bang out all of these right now. And the last person says, I think you should revisit the veggie topic we had yesterday because you're wrong. Okay. Clarification. I'm talking about, like, a hierarchy of foods that you can... Or foods, but specifically vegetables that you can eat raw. Um, excuse me. Actually, someone's at my door. What's up, Cody? Hi, Will. How's it going? I'm podcasting, like, right now. You're podcasting? Am I interrupting you're not. Ooh, what kind of podcast are you doing? Right now, I'm actually... This is perfect timing. I'm talking about the vegetable discussion that we had yesterday. Oh, yeah. Um, is there anything you want to say on it, like, right now? On the vegetable discussion? We, I think I need to give the vegetable discussion first. Is um, yeah. It's a hierarchy of foods, specifically vegetables, that you can eat raw, correct? Yeah. And... I, like, a lot of people, like, especially, like, our friend is, she jumped the gun and said, like, raw peppers are the best. I think, I don't, I honestly don't think that's genuine. And I think she made it obvious it was genuine, because my first thought was, like, what about a carrot? And she says, okay, well, disqualifying carrots. And then we... We continued down a little bit. I do think that you did the same thing she did when you said that you would rather eat raw cabbage than a bell pepper i just think it's very similar towards a um lettuce you know i cabbage is nothing like lettuce they look the same i know but like it's like a zucchini and a cucumber yeah i'd eat a raw cucumber i wouldn't eat a raw zucchini that's kind of nasty i would eat raw lettuce because it has moisture in it raw cabbage is like it's like pasty it's like a little dry (laughs) I don't know, like, there's just, it kind of feels like it crumble a bit in your mouth. Yeah. Like, I just can't do a raw cabbage. I, I suppose. I and think cabbage is an underrated vegetable, but I don't think that it can be eaten raw in most circumstances. I think cabbage is not versatile enough to be considered underrated. I think, I it, think it is versatile. I think it's, cabbage, I think. Unless you have, like, like cabbage s- rolls. It's the second most versatile vegetable. What's the first? Potatoes more versatile over lettuce yeah more versatile over i think lettuce only has a few forms that exist in like you can't really cook anything if you're using lettuce lettuce always has to be fresh yeah potatoes i guess you can't really have them raw 
cabbage you also can't really have it raw but like the ability because those are both things that are eaten cooked like there's just a bunch of like you can make cabbage steaks which can be really good especially if you season them well enough cabbage rolls of course and then you could like braise it in soups it can be really yeah good. i was just thinking like it, it's up. Like, even actually raw cabbage chopped up if you have like purple cabbage can be really good in a salad and stuff like yeah that. i think so it's I very common get, in stews I, yeah i might i might put cabbage over potatoes as the most versatile vegetable i think that's a reach i just think there's so many different ways you can prepare potatoes that like like solos every other vegetable i think potatoes is like a versatile like front runner like i don't know like star player it's a versatile star player and cabbage is more versatile but it's not as like much of a carry when it is present in so like a silent like mvp yeah like a silent mvp like the best defenseman on the team (laughs) okay um you know i i just i I really want to agree with you, right? Because I think that potatoes shouldn't be the most versatile. Yeah. But, like, I just don't think. Like, I can say that it's anything else. Well, as the dean of food and, food and bev next year. True. I'll try and prove you wrong. I'll try and We're not allowed to have potato. The of cabbage, yeah. <laughs> um, I think, like, you know, carrots are also kind of versatile. Yeah. I Carrot, think. That was the other one that popped in my head was carrots. I think there's, like, near, like, infinite ways that you can eat carrots. Yeah. Soups, you can have, like, shredded carrots. It even, it's so versatile that you can put it in desserts. Yep. And name a cake after it. (laughs) So true. Um, I just, I think that bell peppers, I just, I don't think they're, like, they're, like, middle of the list for me. Yeah is I don't think that it's, like, the first thing I'm reaching for. Like, let's say I only have, like, vegetables in my fridge, nothing to cook, and I'm not making a salad. Bell peppers are probably the things that I'm grabbing middle of what I have. Yeah, if you just had, like, a big spread of, like, one of each different vegetable. If I just had, like, a bunch of, like, garden vegetables. Yeah. I'm not having, like, peppers often. Yeah. I sliced up they're good I think they're kind of like peppers are just a little annoying like just the shape of them and the seeds they're annoying to cut they'd be annoying to eat like an apple kind of just because there's like that big so many seeds as well you would ingest and the thing with them too is the one thing that I'll give Mm. is that you can totally like have loaded like peppers like stuffed peppers. Stuffed peppers. Yeah, they are good. I'll give you can respect. Also, slice it up, and they're really good in like dips, like fajitas. Yeah. Even, like cooked, sliced up and cooked. Oh and yeah, and fajitas. Yeah. Are both like viable options and like lots of wraps or anything like that. Yeah. And fajitas and such, but I do think something that I I do have a complaint about like cooked peppers though is that I think it's really easy for them to become just like a little slimy. True. If you like, if you undercook them. Mm-hmm. they're too hard if you overcook them they're too soft yeah. i think i prefer undercooked yeah they're one of the vegetables like some vegetables you, you can cook for like a really long time and they're better that way a lot of vegetables i think you have to cook to the point that they're soft but they have a bit of like a bite to them still. yeah for it's like dishes. when you think they're done you've actually put them on too long yeah yeah 
totally agree and i feel like it's kind of the same with eggs is especially scrambled is like a a proper scrambled egg has a little bit of run to it right if you see pictures of it like that's not butter you see that's yolk Mm -hmm. but like we tend to like lean towards like spongy like scrambled eggs for me though i if you gave me a plate of each even though it's maybe not the most like culinarily respected opinion i'm taking the spongy eggs okay over the like softer runnier like scrambled eggs yeah i just feel like just because i like to be able to like stick it with my fork have like a bite and then you could go and like dip it in some ketchup if you want and it like, also you can just like it's just more comfortable you can swap with what you're eating especially because yeah. if you're like a person who's like my food can't touch if you have like runny eggs you are gonna have to like wash your fork before you yeah. dig yeah. into something else Definitely. and especially because like eggs are gonna have to be the last thing you eat on that plate mm-hmm. eggs have to be eaten like immediately yeah or else they go cold eggs go cold faster than like anything that's true i don't know like they're they're like they suck at no retaining insulation. heat <laughs> that's like actually so true so i guess to answer your question i'm revisiting this veggie topic because i'm not wrong i'm very much right yeah, caroline did say that okay i was gonna like pick a topic but i couldn't think of anything and i had to go shower. i couldn't think of anything either that's why i just threw it out there like yeah that that's pretty much it caroline you're wrong Will and I, we're right, and I'm at an hour and one minute, so my time's up. Um, do you want to say anything before I sign off? Um, honestly, no, I don't have that much to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the floor is mine. Um, thank you guys um, all for listening, especially if you made it up until now. It's much appreciated. Um, thanks for bearing with me that there's no longer any video. Um, I didn't mention that either, but I suppose you guys probably got the click after an hour and two minutes of it. Um, you know, um, I'm on my comeback once again. And yeah, have yourselves a good night. Remember to use your brains, never your hands. Goodbye.